0: Time! Time hey everybody, welcome to Murder Moose. Murder, 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 Murder Moose. Yo, Rod, happy fucking birthday, man. It for is- real. It's I my birthday. You, man. I love Talk you, man. Happy birthday. Cheers! cheers! I don't drink. This is my second drink of the year, um. but it's celebrating with my boy, Josh, on the birthday. So it's cool, man. It's cool. You got to
1: cheers. You got to cheers it up.
0: Yes. It's been a good one, man. I took today off of work, um, relaxed, um, cooked up, grilled out some steak on the grill. I, oh, wait.
1: I was literally just going to say, man, I really got to do that this year for my birthday because I never take my birthday off. But my birthday lands on Canadian Thanksgiving this year. So oh, does I does it? it? it's a stat holiday. I get turkey and pumpkin pie on my birthday now.
0: Nice. It's at the end, it's at the beginning of October or is it at the end of October? I always forget when 11, Canadian Thanksgiving is. But
1: it's on a Monday. So that's the, the Thanksgiving day. So, hey.
0: Nice. Dude, yeah, I'm not... I literally at this point had uh before today taken today off we they give us 40 hours of vacation for the year which is our oh, sick nice. time yeah and and like I was at like I had 29 and a half or 28 and a half hours of it left and it disappears at the end of the year so I was like well I'm I'm in combined with my normal vacation I have like I had over 300 hours so I'm like yeah I'm not working on my on my birthday fuck that shit
1: um, I used to take uh, November 1st off as my, like, uh, Halloween boxing day. Yeah. Because Walmart used to always have, like, a shit ton of stuff left over on, like, New or November 1st and all that yeah. type of stuff. Yep. But now they, like, they don't order half as much for, like, Halloween. Yep. Their seasonal stuff is, like, they put it, like, super on sale, like, on Halloween night. So, like, November 1st, there's fucking, like, Christmas stuff like they literally yeah. have like worked overnight to make sure that Christmas is out cuz it's way more profitable for them yep. than Halloween. So they're like get rid of this crap.
0: Yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy cuz it's like I should I sort of got and I'm not 100% sure but I sort of got last year. Shit was like Christmas stuff was out before Halloween like yes. And so you said they're in like especially the big box shit like Target and Walmart or obviously the 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 go-to examples of this right because they are they are capitalism 101 like walmart is is capitalism right like embodied into a store where you don't pay anyone anything and then everything is cheap because of it and profit it's
1: because they have buying power that's the only thing like it's like they tell the the manufacturers of absolutely anything it's just like yeah i know your price is like a dollar or dollar 50 per but if we buy like 8 million could you give it to us <laughs> for like 25 cents yeah and they'll be like oh but we, sure i guess
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> like, f- yeah it's funny cuz i saw a video the other day about the dreamcast failing and one of the big things that fucked them like in the long run was that they uh they had set the date for it to come out and then they like actually ended up releasing it early for some places but one of the places they didn't do that to was Walmart and so Walmart was like fuck you then bitch and that was Wolf. a big yeah it was a big problem so, and that was like
1: I loved the Dreamcast that's the first time I ever played Crazy Taxi was yeah. on a Dreamcast Sega hey.
0: Dreamcast I just think <laughs> of Cartman like saying Sega Dreamcast which is funny <laughs> because I feel like a lot of the bigger like console releases goes back and there were south park episodes about them like there was the whole the sega dreamcast stuff and then there was stuff like the Wii, which is where cartman froze himself and and ended up in the future with the otters and the like the future <laughs> otter war because he had wanted oh, to freeze yeah. himself for like two I weeks remember that one. yeah oh my God. and then they had the whole like game of thrones xbox uh xbox one slash uh ps4 like episodes where they were like like they were starting up gangs and they were doing like game of thrones fights to get ps of w- w- which faction they were going to be in and all that shit and yeah it's a uh, it's pretty it funny still
1: good man good it's, writing always has been
0: it's just it stays re- relevant to like the times because they don't give a fuck right like it's they just do whatever they think is funny and they don't give a fuck like they've done stuff that like other shows couldn't get away with like i i still like remember like recently they had an episode where it was like it was uh it was a character that looked exactly like macho man randy savage and he <laughs> was competing in the 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 female olympics or something like that and he was like cuz she identified as a female and it was like oh, like nobody God. nobody else could you know it's it was playing up how that's become a thing over the you know you know especially it's become a thing like over the last you know 20 years where people argue about it but they just take that idea and then they just amplify it up like a million times just to make it insanely ridiculous just because it's south park you know it's stuff like that and it's like they just take ideas they
1: have been (sighs) since the beginning though yeah they were always like kind of pushing the envelope of what you can get away with on tv and what i remember like the first season like growing up being like part of the the like crew of kids that your parents either let you watch uh Simpsons or not yeah South Park was like I would go and have like a sleepover at a friend's house and it was on at midnight on purpose so like yeah. when you're at a sleepover on Friday nights it's like yeah. hey South Park's on that your parents don't know that you're yeah. watching that dude right? so it' was that, perfect
0: the show's been on so long I feel like I was in like sixth grade when it came, <laughs> came out and I feel like I I think so yeah I I had it's a friend I had a friend who went to school with me who didn't have cable, and I think I would like record episodes for her and like bring <laughs> the tapes in and give them to her, um, just to record like you know whatever. And that's just the kind of shit like kids will know that like what is a video, what is a VHS tape? I mean that shit's been that shit's been basically done since the late nineties, right? Since like before uh, the Matrix I came. A, I still have one. <laughs> yeah, do you really? I think we have one. We have a. uh, My wife bought a DVD VHS player. I have one of those Um,
1: too, but that exclusively eats all the, the tapes. Like I can't put a tape in it. Like it will eat it. Like,
0: so um. my, my wife ordered these videotapes of this cartoon from her childhood called Seabert, who's about like a little, like a, I think he's a sea lion or a, he's some kind of little animal like that. And, uh, she got the videotapes and was like, I need to find out some way to watch this. And so she ended up buying a uh, PHS DVD player back in the day. So, yeah. I used to,
1: like, I've been a collector and a movie buff and a movie watcher and stuff for so, so long. Like, back in the day, like, and, like, a person that, like, is obsessed with knowing when things are coming yeah. out and like properties that you're obsessed with and blah blah. blah. There was like yeah. a, a Street Fighter movie that was terrible, but I just had to have my hands on it before it came to America because uh, it was in, it got like a Europe release like months before. Yeah. And I bought this like super cheap uh, DVD or Blu ray player or something from Walmart. And because it was so cheap, it didn't have like a region specific reader. Yeah. In it. So, you could play absolutely anything. Yeah. So, I would go on like eBay and get like, it would cost me like $80 for a stupid DVD of like Street Fighter movie. Like, not the 94 one. There was like another one that came out yeah. in 2000 or something. Yeah. And it was terrible, anyways. But I did that with a few like horror movies as well. Yeah. That were out in the UK like a year before and stuff because they're UK movies. But like, yeah. paying well, the premium and i can only watch it on that one shitty dvd player too
0: so i have so many of those because i i remember like like going when i my my copy of battle royale that i own is probably not legitimate like it's like <laughs> some like it's like some, some market like that you're like oh okay and then stuff like i have this movie called like returner i think it is what it is it it's basically like it's like et but like japanese but with like the matrix mixed into like, it was like stuff like that. And just like, you're like what the fuck is this? And I saw, I have so many DVDs that are just weird. And like, you start going, I don't know if I this good. Gonna... well,
1: I have, uh, like three or four different copies of this movie airborne from 1993. That like rollerblading movie. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen it. I've never seen Devil's it. backbone at the end and stuff. It's like Jack Black's first movie he was ever in or one of them at least. Yeah. And, uh, I think, Uh, Seth Green is in it as well and it's just this weird movie that like anytime when I was a kid like TBS uh, always had like a run of movies on or something and like for four or five summers in a row anytime I turned on TBS in the summer Airborne was on and I just remember seeing Devil's Backbone and there's like this huge race Of rollerbladers going down Devil's Backbone And I'm just like This movie fucking rules So like I got so obsessed with Airborne I got like a Russian Like it's not even uh, Full frame or crop It's like somewhere in the middle It's got like a black bar all the way around it It's so weird yeah. And then I got it on BHS and then it finally came out on actual Dude, DVD. So. I,
0: I remember back in the early days. Do you remember because, like if you're not old enough, like there are people on our podcast network that are like barely in their twenties, like like we came from uh below the sea, they beneath the sea. Those guys are all like in their like 23, 24 kind of time frame. Man, Fresh. back in the day, back in the day when like especially even when DVD started, like there was a thing where it was like DVDs would be either full screen or widescreen because people yes. were still, like, on 4x3 TVs, right? And so, like...
1: I love the discs that had widescreen on one side and full screen on yep. the other. It's I like, feel- oh, I got
0: both, best of both worlds. But they would also do that with, like, extras, right? Like, I remember, like, mm-hmm. the Matrix was, like... I feel like the Matrix version that I had was like that, where it was, like, one side was, like, the Matrix and the other was, like extras and shit like that and stuff like that and that's
1: why i bought blu rays so much because yep. like, especially oh wait what was uh the girl with the dragon tattoo yeah honestly the best extras still to this day of any like blu-ray dvd anything actually yep. memento was pretty cool too but um the girl with the dragon tattoo had like eight hours of extras damn with, uh, and it, it was like pretty much a start to finish like How to be a filmmaker? Yeah, I was like,
0: "This is nuts, dude." Those I listened so like for a long time. I was like, not a lazy piece of crap because I wasn't creating as much content as I am now. But like, I would work out. I would run three miles every day at least, and uh, so I went through a long stretch where I was listening to like audiobooks. Like I was just destroying audiobooks because I would listen to audiobooks when I was running, and I listened to all three of those books. And man, I, those books are so good like even being translated and they like, I, I, I never understood why that book didn't, that movie didn't hit the way it should have. Like, I felt like it didn't hit the marketplace like it should have, like it shouldn't have been, it wasn't as big as it should have. The one was better received than yeah.
1: the, any of this other ones done.
0: Well, I mean, the other ones were all like, because that, that book's like Swedish, I think. Is that what it is? It's something, it's not from well, they America.
1: Made, well, they, there was like two or three made in like Sweden or whatever yeah. I don't really know but then uh Freddy Alvarez made the sequel in America and it flopped like I didn't crazy.
0: even know that I didn't even know they made a sequel yeah. <laughs> cuz it didn't have Ru- uh, Rooney Mara in it right Rooney Mara No it
1: didn't I think that's what the issue was
0: Yeah dude she it's so funny because I I try to block out the uh the catastrophe that is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the the remake yes and she's that was one of her first roles and uh that movie i I can't explain to you how badly i hate that movie because it i mean you probably feel the same way i mean you're you're
1: i'm a huge freddy fan but most importantly i'm a huge uh robert england fan yeah and i i think it's because we both share like uh similar hook noses yeah it's like it's a thing that like I don't know you don't know too many actors or too many people in the world that have like that pronounced of a like side profile and I I have that and I don't like it too much on myself but then whenever I see like uh, what's his name Um, from Home Alone he has the same uh, nose thing as well as as me and uh, Robert Englund as well so whenever I see him in a movie I always, like, run towards it as well. It's like, nose twins. So so, <laughs>
0: so Josh's favorite movie of all time should be Batman Returns with uh Danny DeVito and his, his penguin bat nose that he has in that movie. <laughs> well,
1: no. <laughs> I don't have a nose like that. I know. I'm just but I still that. love him in that. The, anything with Danny DeVito is fucking great. I, lo- I can't I wait love- for... Uh, it's Always Sunny got, like greenlit for like four more seasons and i'm so happy about Dude, that just i never
0: stop please i need to catch up on that show because i was so like i i got behind when i thought they were ending it i didn't know what the fuck was happening with that show because it's so off the wall but like i have it's already. funny dennis from that show the main character or one of the main characters dennis almost got the role of star lord which would have on um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which would have been fucking hysterical instead of Chris Pratt. <laughs> but like, th- it's so funny because like that guy is—he's such a good actor, but on that show he's so unlikable. He's like one <laughs> yeah. of the most unlikable TV characters of all time. And There's uh, fourteen fucking seasons, man. Holy I know. Shit. It's so funny that they got Danny DeVito to do it because Danny DeVito has no shame on that show. Oh, no shame. It's just like. It's he didn't pure- even come
1: in until like season. Oh wait, two. No, he came in, it's in season, season two. Right? two yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. He came in fairly early because I started watching it like three or four years ago, and uh, he's so good on that show. Um, it's just Danny DeVito being fucking awesome. So he did. It's just it's him and him, Charlie Day, Charlie Day on that show. With like,
1: I, I, yes, hundred percent. But without Danny DeVito, he's the he's the we can now do anything, and it does not matter. Like he's the character that can fund any well actually it reminds me a lot of um i just started watching uh aquafina on comedy central and it has this it has like a very similar like setup type thing where every episode there's like some underlining like storylines that kind of link together like uh episode to episode but for the most part like anything that happens in that episode is going to have zero consequences to anything that's happening in the episode after it. So it's super duper funny.
0: It is funny because I started watching, I started like one of those shows that I. it's been on my to-do list has been Shit's Creek. And I, um. I, I've started putting, like I watched part of the first episode like months ago. Um, and then started up a couple days ago again, and I'm like, this show is really good, and it is so funny. But it's also like it's it, it's this weird feeling of a television show where it feels like it's it, like it's scummy, but like well made at the same time. Do you know what I mean? It's CBC, like
1: CBC man. Like my yeah. my buddy Andrew has his own fucking show now that he's producing, starring. He like uh, my buddy from Kim's Convenience. Yeah. because that show doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, he literally got his own show now,
0: dude. That guy, the guy from um um Shang Chi, is from yeah. that show, and yeah, he, the, he's he blowing up like crazy right dude, now. Dude, he, he's so he got so mad that they canceled that show, and oh, then the, and then they did a spinoff with like the white character from it, I guess. Yeah, I and it's yeah. like it's like, oh, that's bad optics. That is bad optics because like. It's I don't. Know, That's man. my claim
1: to fame, man. Well, well, I guess that whole show is because like they, uh, they follow me on Twitter. But uh, Shang Chi himself followed me for a little bit as like a, a social step. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's not following me anymore. Aww. Dang it, Disney, Disney bucks.
0: He knew. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah you you got you got uh, you got uh cold. Is that the movie? I'm, is that the word I'm looking for? You got yeah, cold I'm, from I'm not... the, his timeline.
1: Yeah, but Appa still uh, follows me, and he was in Star Wars, man. So hey,
0: oh <laughs> uh, Appa, like from uh, what do you call him? From like the Airbender? Kim, Kim's,
1: no, from Kim's Convenience. I've never seen Appa. I've Dude, never fucking seen... watch Kim's Convenience.
0: Where is and... that? Is it on Netflix? I don't know where the fuck that shit is.
1: Yes, it is on Netflix.
0: Okay,
1: but the the only white character that got her own spinoff, she follows me too. So it's it's Kim's Convenience. It's my friend though. Like I met them all, and like it's cool that yeah i'm just happy for andrew fung who's fucking killing it and getting his own show um what is it called uh something fuck i gotta look it up now Now i'm an asshole
0: something (laughs) something fuck i gotta look it up i haven't heard of that show it's something (laughs) Uh, in the burbs i think in the burbs oh man that's funny man
1: yeah it's it's run the burbs run the burbs fuck i'm an ass
0: God Josh, what what, what am I going to do with you? What am I going to do with you,
1: Josh? It's like
0: you're embarrassing me my, in public. My
1: friend runs the burbs now.
0: <laughs> I don't think that that's like that statement is very general and like specific at the same time. You I think it's I
1: mean? about like um he's a stay-at-home dad in the burbs. So, yeah. and it's like all the like hijinks you get into being like a stay-at-home dad in the suburbs and stuff.
0: <laughs> I feel like there there's gotta be pyramid schemes in this show at some point. <laughs> I don't know, like I don't know when or why or how, but like pyramid schemes. Dude, it's so funny. And this just reminds me as I'm saying this out loud. I got an email the other day and it was like your your Amazon order. And I clicked on it, it was like, and I'm like, I didn't order anything on Amazon. So I look on it and it's like, you ordered a PS5 and it's $7.99. I'm like, well let's let's say let's start with this being suspicious because because like you know you can't buy a ps5 on amazon and then so i click on the email address and it's like amazon.support or something and then you click on it it's like larrybigdick237 at gmail.com and you're like yeah fuck you guys you scamming ass motherfuckers i know fuck you it's like every single one of those fucking emails that you get now you're like this shit is a bunch of fucking bullshit. It's a scam. It's a scam, and I fucking hate it. And it's always There's scams a scam.
1: all over the place. Every yeah. day, man. Yeah. Like, I, um My mother in law was over, and she was like, just finished saying. Something about how stupid someone else was, and then she's like, "Oh, and then I got this email, and then I clicked on it, and then it didn't work." And I was like, "It's because <laughs> it was a scam! What are you doing? <laughs> like, you don't click on link." Or no, she said she clicked on a link from a text message scam. I was like, "That's even worse. Now they have all your information. Oh, now, now do they
0: that. now they own your firstborn child <laughs> because you clicked I'm on it." Like, do you just oh. get
1: like random phone calls all the time now because they have your info? Like they know oh, no. who
0: they know who you are, they know where you are, <laughs> they know what size <laughs> your panties are, they know <laughs> how often you poop, they know everything. Yeah, they, they kno- turned
1: your microphone on. They're listening right now.
0: I mean, you don't even fuck, man. You use Twitter at all, and that shit is like like. How often do you? I mean, you and I have joked about this with the fucking bullshit where you're like, everyone is listening to me, and then you're like, hey, my ads are really specifically targeted <laughs> on things I've been talking about the last <laughs> seven minutes. Yeah, mm. chopping
1: dicks, man. Like, I just get samurai swords, and
0: <laughs> you're like, you're like, you get the Jeffrey Dahmer archive <laughs> emails. You're like, do you look up to Jeffrey Dahmer in his like uh, obsession with eating the penises of small children? I don't know if I can know, man. Oh man, yeah, it's it's fucking weird at world we live in. Where like, how often, dude? I get shit all the time now. Where it's like, are you trying to sign in to your email address from New Delhi? Nope. <laughs> nope, that's not oh, that me. God. No, 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 no. Oh wait, no.
1: that was my VPN. Sorry,
0: <laughs> dude. I don't actually own a VPN right now. I'm like one of the get seven- one.
1: <laughs> all that will go away because then you're private. And then yeah. those scams can't come I, through.
0: I know. I'm just a terrible human being who just keeps not doing. It costs things. like a
1: buck a month, man. It's
0: like seven ninety nine a month or some shit. I, it's not. No, enough.
1: seriously, private internet access. I think is honestly like two or three dollars a month max.
0: It's more because I'm lazy at this point, not because of anything else, and because <laughs> I'm like, this is my this is my two modes, Josh. I'm either going and working all day long and doing a bunch of shit and streaming and podcasting or I'm sitting there on the couch with my thumb up my ass watching YouTube for, like, three hours straight, not accomplishing anything. And there's, like, almost no in-between. There's almost no in-between. So, Josh is, like, thinking real hard here, and I'm just trying Yeah, but
1: I don't believe that whatsoever. There's definitely (laughs) porn somewhere in that daily routine or something. So, the VPN...
0: I mean, my porn categories and like is usually when like my wife's like, yeah, let's just like have a quickie, but like, but that's besides the point, and that's that's (laughs) my wife. Yeah, but your
1: ISP knows everything now. Just turn your VPN on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! Fuck! (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) okay my my wife's yelling at me now i don't know what she's saying but uh she's like get that vpn (laughs) get that vpn nobody else needs to see your weird porn selections that you're always on like who really it's your birthday
1: man who cares
0: i know i know i'm like my whiskey's gone it's my birthday i've had a so this is the last thing that like about my birthday my wife ordered me a birthday cake like two weeks ago put like like, it was going to have horror stuff on it. It was going to have Baby Yoda on it. It was going to be fucking dope. And they, they fucking text her an hour before she's supposed to pick it up today. And they're like, yeah, we're not making your cake. Um, Someone's sick. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, go th-
1: that soon, so you can't even, yeah,
0: like, exactly. do anything
1: about it. Like, and, wow, that's a big, like, hey, by the way, sit on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, sit on it and spin, motherfucker. And I'm like, are you... This is just like you can't be mad at my wife because she's not the one who was getting fucked over. Like she's the one who got fucked over this whole situation. It's just like, fuck, man.
1: It's it's. I like donuts better than cake anyway, so we just I mean, do donuts.
0: Well, so we have a, we have voodoo donuts, and but like that's like a half an hour away from me because. Oh yeah, my wife also tried to get me donuts this morning, and she drove through the fucking. Uh, she sent me a t- uh, picture of it, and it was one of those things where. We we're too short staffed, so we're closed right now. It's like she drove through and someone had taped a... We're too short staffed, we're closed right now. I'm the duck, and this is, dude. This is a fucking shit Dunkin' Donuts. Where I do we live? Where I do you dude, live, <laughs> dude? Dude, I live. There are there are some trashy fucking like chain restaurants around me, and that's one of them. That Dunkin' Donuts fucking sucks. This is the fucking right next to this Dunkin' Donuts. There's a You're Taco You're so close about. to
1: Canada. Why don't you have Tim Hortons around you?
0: I don't fucking. We're not that close. We're pretty far south man but we this yeah, fucking they're, talk they're in America. it's an
1: american company now an american yeah. company bought out tim hortons yeah and now it's a, an american franchise
0: Dude, the taco bell next to it i j- went i drove to it like one night and literally at like seven o'clock in the at, like you i don't even know if it was seven o'clock it was pretty early their fucking doors were locked And they're fucking like, their drive in was literally not moving. I sat and waited 20 (laughs) minutes and not a car in front of me moved. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You, this is run by such hooligans. And this was way before even COVID. This is, they they were just like, nah, we're good. We're just, we're not, we're locking the doors. We're saying, fuck you. Yeah, we're good. We're good. It's so everyone that's forever
1: purge there. Yeah,
0: it's basically, it's everyone who's ever done meth like in the, within a 20 mile radius and my house works in that like you know like block of i remember I
1: spokane i went there for like a, a show like every time i die and uh some other metal bands or whatever. yeah and like i had never seen so many like billboards from meth to death and like people doing math underneath that billboard and stuff. I was like,
0: holy shit. Like... <laughs> that's, that's called being self-aware motherfuckers. Can you get across the street to do your math? You, you're, you're, you're supplying the fucking point of the, the fuck, but it's also ironic because it's like, they give such a little, so little of a fuck that they do the math underneath the billboard to say, fuck you. So, but knows, I man. like math. It's a fucking world we live in. It's communism as <laughs> capitalism? It's I said communism. We should live in capitalism. <laughs> but fuck. It's man common. I get a, a fucking whiskey in me and I'm like babbling Whee! more than ever. But here we are. So Josh, Josh, oh yeah, we a watched a movie. We did, and it was actually a horror movie. There was no porn involved, even though there were hand jobs in this movie. There were hand jobs, and
1: and it was like an ironic came. hand job. She like this dude it. came
0: more, more than I've ever seen anyone come in the history of mankind when they came. This guy came in his pants and was like he had pissed himself after drinking like a big gulp from like fucking like quickie mart or some shit like that. But well, this is a first movie date is, and it the last matinee. It's a 2020 movie from Spain. Yes, I think because they were talking with a goddamn. I so this is one of the things I've never got in Spanish in high school and college. That goddamn fucking Spain, Spain like accent that have that lisp that they talk with on purpose. No, that lisp just makes I couldn't understand Spanish, and then they throw a lisp on top of it, and I'm just like, but I can't understand you without the lisp, you motherfuckers! God because
1: damn it! Because this is a neo, uh, what how do you pronounce it? Gallo, Galigo, Galio, Gallo, neo Gallo film. Uh, so it's almost like the murder mystery, like old school spanish yeah it reminds
0: it reminded and, me of the, yeah. the the yeah the, the, the giallo the, yeah that's a giallo, giallo movies from the 70s yes. from italy yeah that's what it reminded me but do you want to mm-hmm. read the the synopsis of this movie josh
1: neo giallo uh it's soaking wet day with rain pouring down and one of the best things to do Is to go seek refuge in a great old cinema. Why am I talking like this?
0: I don't know because you're Josh.
1: (laughs) There's just one problem: a murderer is on the loose, and he's also taking refuge there. I I want to
0: say I don't. This is I'm gonna say. Okay, I'm gonna preface this. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. Yes, but but I want to say preface. this movie felt like skull a little bit where it was like there are these comp these countries where they're like not completely aware of how to do movie making yet. And there's just things in it that you go like, it just seems amateurish, even though it's not like it, yeah. they have a budget to do everything they needed in this movie. But there were times where I'm like, man, there are just like amateur thing. And it's. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying it was like it was kind of striking watching this, and it it, it reminded us of of the Skull, like I said, where they had these elements that were super amateurish, and you go. And I don't think it was lack of trying. I just think it was a lack of like people in their community having a a super super in depth knowledge of making movies. Right? Did you did you feel like that at all during this? I movie? think
1: I I understand what you're getting at with some of the uh, scenes with a little bit of like um, stuttery acting or reacting to the situation that was in front of the I think, actors and stuff. Yeah. But um, there was definite love and passion oh, yeah. for filmmaking. Like the, the writer director uh, made this movie be- in this theater and about this theater because it's the theater that he grew up in and yeah. loved. So like, it reminds me of the globe, which I've done so many like interviews and like, uh, stuff there and like, yeah. the owner manager uh, Cody who's uh, part of like the trauma team and stuff yeah. is uh, the guy that does everything there so like when I go to the globe and I see this movie I feel the exact same way yeah. that this writer director felt and like I see the passion in every shot and yeah. like this theater is fucking gorgeous oh like, yeah it is fucking gorgeous it, it's I, like I,
0: massive right like it's like the theater is just like huge
1: it, it, it needs to have a movie made there and yeah. i i read uh an article say, uh with uh maxim Maximilian, uh maximiliano yeah his name <laughs> the, is the writer director is inter- uh,
0: interesting for sure yeah yeah
1: so i i I saw an interview with him and that's, that's all that he said. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to make it, uh, during like the COVID times and stuff when it was closed down because I was scared it was going to close. And now that this movie's out, the theater actually did close. So it's super sad to know that like this fucking beautiful theater that has now a beautiful film made there is fucking closed. It just, it's sad times, man, because like I saw this trailer, and I thought, oh, this is like going to remind me of uh, Last Action Hero meets yeah. like Gallo films. And I, I'm so excited to see it. And it all those things that I I, I am pretty sure you're uh, referencing with it being a little, you know, like the knife. I had that exact knife when I was a kid, the push-in yeah. knife. Yes. Like, I, yeah, the push-in knife. Like you yep. can see directly that it's a push-in knife. I think yep. that added to it to me because it, it makes it almost like a kid Like, made this film, and it's, like, the way that kid in the theater was him type thing, and, like, I don't know, like, I I saw it from so many just, like, nostalgic and loving uh, eyes, especially, like, all the posters in the theater were, like, all my favorite films from that era as well, like, the 90s was just, like, such a good time.
0: They're watching this, like, this 70s-looking Frankenstein movie, which felt, like, completely like the Hammer movies of that time, yes. frame, right? Like, it was that, like, where it was, like, kind of, like, exploitation. Uh, 100%. Uh, filmmaking with these, like, these things that you go back and look at Christopher Lee when he played Dracula in those Hammer films and stuff like that. And that kind of time frame. And the, the Giallo movies are so you could tell the fucking I keep saying it wrong Giallo 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 I love Giallo films yeah but that's
1: that was like the editor and stuff like the guys from uh, Psycho Gorman made a whole bunch of Giallo films before Psycho Gorman so like that's what I came up Canadian made Giallo films just like seeing it from, like, that perspective first and then diving into actual Giallo films and then seeing this being a Spanish film and, like, more love for Giallo. So, and I'm like, I fucking love Giallo films. Man. So the
0: thing that – the really, like, the knife that you pointed out was one of those things that I noticed. But it did, <laughs> I think there were some audio things that was really more of, like, where that – the, the like, not having a heavy okay. film yep. industry in, in Spain. Like, or not – like, a Hollywood – That was really what stuck out to me. And it wasn't like – it wasn't – it didn't take away from the film. It was just – it was sitting there watching it as like, you know, me and you. And I'm like, man, this is like a couple times I'm like, this is a weird take to doing audio. And I can't even think of like specific – Especially like uh,
1: anytime anyone was getting killed or stalked by the murderer, the killer, they didn't react. They didn't like – there was no audio at all. There was just like – Yeah. oh, Like – and I feel like um, I noticed that in the last short film that I made or one or two of them because of the, the restrictions we had with the, the location and the time. Yeah. We didn't want to get the cops called on us in a 48-hour situation, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. we didn't do it. And then after I presented the film and watched it in theater, I was like, shit, I yeah. should have got her to scream after the fact and like put yeah. it over top just to add to the terror. And I feel like a few scenes here yeah. uh it worked for it and a few scenes it worked against it and i wish there was more of reaction yeah. to a few of the things but i still yeah, i oh, love dude. the whole the whole premise of the eyes and yeah. all that shit it's so dude, cool
0: and i don't ever like i like pointing that shit out at the begin, beginning beginning cuz i'm just like no i'm not saying that there, there was like this was bad i just want to say like I want to get those stupid little things that are just like I thought about that aren't necessarily negative, but they're just interesting for me. As like, again, we talked about this doing all the foreign films that we've done on the show, and like you go back to it. This is a Spanish film oh, now, yes. So for there's sure. just so there's just like a contextual thing, and the and you're also going back to the the 80s or the 70s. They don't really, really don't. It's, <laughs> it's weird seeing because like for
1: us, where we. Um almost specialize in the asian foreign films but to yeah. see a foreign film that isn't like asian or asian specific and just like a whole bunch of white people but not speaking the english language is is almost like more jarring to me because i got so used to just seeing <laughs> yeah. like asian languages and stuff like that being spoken in a horror movies. so to see like i'm i'm excited to uh tour around the world and see just like what every country and like little pocket has to offer because yeah this was f- you can see passion for yeah. film yeah everywhere you look in the world and i love seeing just straight passion in yeah. filmmaking and this had yeah
0: it. I, it dude it's it's so funny because it it takes a, a simple concept where you have these people in there watching it's called the last matinee and so you're like the last matinee of the day and then you have these people going in and watching this whole schlocky horror movie that like is a Frankenstein movie. And it, it's that AKA
1: red screening. That's the original uh, title for it was red screening. And then I think when now that it's uh, on a wide release, it's called the last matinee for yeah. like, the Americas.
0: It's that thing where they just rename things for American films, like if American audiences to just to grab attention, right? And like, it's funny. It's a because, wicked poster,
1: though. Yeah, I love it.
0: <laughs> the poster's dope, and <laughs> that's the, the the main girl on, it, but not the main girl, but one of the main characters of the movie who lasts the longest and who what it who dies at, like towards the end of the movie because of the fucking idiot characters in this movie, or you're just like, what, yeah. the, what, the, they're like. The,
1: the Decisions that are made, and, yeah. and like, just like, okay, peace. Like, oh, you're just gonna, like, yeah, you really care for that little kid and his well being, but do not give a fuck about yeah. that girl. That, that, though, and, yeah,
0: she was like, see ya, peace. I'm gonna go chase the eight year old who should have been here, anyways. <laughs> like, and you can, I love cut.
1: how caring she was for that character, though. Like, no, just look at your shoes. I'm gonna look at my shoes as well. That type of stuff. Like, it was. It was cool to see, like yeah. the the amount of like, you know, dude, love and attention, but like it was at the cost of literally other people's <laughs> lives. So. Yeah,
0: dude, it was funny because like the acting in this movie, like from the main characters, was really high quality. I f- it feels like, I the some of the like like hundred percent yes, the she pe- killed the- it the 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 audience characters are a little bit goofy but like yeah. more specifically the guy who gets the hand job is like is it, it, i don't know if he's just nerding it up on purpose or whatnot but it's it, <laughs> he, he made me giggle because of it like the horny like oh, dude it's so funny because this he's he's at the movie theater with this this woman who gives zero fucks like She's sitting there and they're sitting down and this this woman just lights up cigarettes and the like. The usher comes up. He's like, can you put that out, please? And he's, she's like, and puts it out in the back of the seat in front of her. The, the usher walks away and she's like, lights up another cigarette right away. Gives zero fucks. And then like the movie starts and she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to give you a hand job now. And just starts rubbing this guy's dick and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, you could tell like this guy is like, no, man. No woman's touched my penis since like my mother. I don't. I, I mean, I did not <laughs> expect this. I just, I, I, I bought, offered to take you to a movie, th- a movie, but like that has like
1: oh. hard gore and people being yeah. impaled in yep. the throat and stuff. Like <laughs> it was. I, I just went to my uh tattoo artist to drop off some like canvas things today, and I had this conversation like. Uh, I forget what they were talking about, but I was like, yeah, that was like my move when I was single. Like I was the guy with the movie collection. So yeah. if a girl showed interest or whatever, I was like, oh, yeah, come over. Let's watch a movie. And then they thought that was like an invitation for like Netflix and chill night when really it's like, so what horror movie do you want to watch? No, we can watch two. And it's like, <laughs> I was the like
0: nerd that was like, yeah. oh, I
1: got to show you this wicked movie like called Psycho dude, Goreman. Like, dude, no, it's so funny. funny. It's so funny because
0: like you and I are so similar to that like but like like the first like it's just film critics like the first date my wife and I had where we like I showed like my wife had never seen The Big Lebowski, and I'm oh like, such a good one. You gotta see The Big Lebowski. And it's kind of kind of thing. It's like that film lovers who like like when you love film like you and I do. We're like no, no, you you got you gotta see this, and it's just like I love those that- memes
1: though when uh, when you. Uh show someone like your favorite movie and this is what they're doing or, you know, they're like totally not paying attention and then it goes to the reaction. It's just like, oh,
0: <laughs>
1: you're just like so devastated. Like, come on.
0: It's so good. Why do you, you have like, to
1: watch oh, it and you, love it like I do? You, you, don't,
0: if you don't love it. <laughs> I don't know how I can love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, then, like, I understand like not like being a fan of everything and that I'm a fan of with cinema, but man, like there's so much to appreciate. Like we were talking about oh, blade runner 2049 before we started recording. And that movie is one of like, it might not be everyone's cup of tea as a film, but man, like, like my, visually that movie is stunning. It's stun- well, I
1: like the original way better. Like my, yeah. Uh, my hardcore band, Olivia, we did a concept album to blade runner. Like my yeah. tattoo artist did uh art from blade runner in like uh i think he did it all in pencil crayon he he was like i want to do a weird thing not like watercolor yeah. oh no he did a watercolor for the back pencil crayons he did an ink blot thing yeah for like the cover but it was all like scenes from blade runner and then we had like um movie lines in the album as well like wake up time to die and yeah. stuff like that like fuck. I, I we Love Blade Runner, dude. Runner. Something
0: there was a joke or something. I don't even remember if it was a joke, but someone was referencing the, like tears, like tears in the tears, rain line. We use that too. Yeah, well. yeah And and it. that's like it's literally the probably the most iconic moment of Blade Runner. And hundred percent. It's it's funny because Blade Runner is such a weird movie, and I, I think of all the movies that I wish I could have gone not back. Tears
1: in the rain. It's tears in rain.
0: In rain. Yeah. But yeah. that movie, I feel like, is one of those movies where I wish I would have been able to see, like, when it was in the theater, like originally, and instead of like you know whatever. There's stuff like Poltergeist, okay, like like it, like The Exorcist, okay. But like, I feel like Blade Runner was such an iconic moment in what that movie was and what Ridley Scott was doing. And
1: I just loved how like steampunk it was and how gritty it looked and how yeah. like dystopian it looked yeah. and that's where i was having a, a because like uh vel New or dennis Val New, whatever his name is yep. he makes movies that are polished but beyond polish yeah. and like so cinematically just it's a meal for you, your senses your yep. eyes your fucking everything like it is yep. he only does masterpieces he he doesn't know how to make small whatever like even his short films are fucking amazing yeah and i don't know like that was my one gripe with 2049 was i miss the dystopianness everything looks too clean now and like too but it was still fucking beautiful yeah every shot of that movie was like oh I feel i'm a filmmaker i was like
0: oh that, <laughs> that the shot with him ryan gosling sitting on the bridge or whatever with the, the giant yeah. like projection oh my god as so it might cool. it might be the most iconic shot of anything like of scene seen wise that i've seen in the theater like ever and that, that I movie love ryan
1: gosling though too like dude he- is way too good.
0: Gosling's first movie I ever saw was Drive. And Drive is such oh a God. fucking Yeah. That changed my
1: life. That man. movie
0: like, is yeah. It's so funny because that movie was like such a like that movie was basically like set everyone who put it into like into two audiences, like film snobs, one and two people just like <laughs> but why was there more action? Because it can't is another one of those movies where they like kinda don't sell it as what it is right they sell Drive it, it a, is a
1: masterpiece yeah 100 but then uh nicholas what what's his name nicholas ren Refn, yeah and they started making
0: even weirder shit like the the, like, the only know, god like, forgives and shit only like god that
1: forgives is cool i had to watch it again to appreciate it because on the yeah. first watch i was like that was shit and then i watched yeah. it again and i was like no wait that was fucking rad neon demon not so much but like yeah i don't know i feel like neon demon is like more his uh just visual style trying he's trying to really solidify what he is as a director in a visual stance but then lost lost it as a like the writing part or something i don't know
0: yeah that's one of those weird horror movies that like is like oh have you watched this and i think i started at one point and i've never actually watched it but like it reminds me of, what the fuck, I can't even think of the other movie. Like, the movie that, like, I watched where it was this girl moving to Hollywood and having the same kind of, like, thing. And she ends up, like, making a deal with the devil or these demons and killing he's a bunch making, of people. But, like, he's yeah. making
1: a movie called Maniac Cop. So, I'm fucking stoked to see that. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> dude, like, like, the original Maniac Cop, like, that got remade. I think so, yeah. This, like, so, he's remaking it? Dude! I think I finally watched Maniac oh, 90,
1: Cop or 88. I don't think I've seen Maniac Cop.
0: Maniac Cop has uh is one of the weird 80s movies. It is very slashery but also in the not. It's the I I mean I've I've said it on here but Bruce Campbell's but, in it. Yeah, he's the main hero of it and he then he gets taken out in the second one. But um
1: and Richard Roundtree's in it?
0: It's a very very weird movie where like there's basically this premise is this, there was a dirty cop who went to jail and then they did some weird, like if exper- Shaq is
1: in it, you know, it's going to be good, man, <laughs>
0: yeah, but they did some weird experimentation on him. And then he gets, comes back to life and starts murdering a bunch of people. And Robo-cop. then he's, yeah, it's kind of like that, but like more zombie than RoboCop
1: But yeah, but it's funny. Cause Dude, we're so- I get to watch. They live for the first time for dude i know it's one of those list movies yeah. that i was gonna put on for murder moose but now i'm gonna be doing it on our buddy's show so yeah. i'm excited to they
0: uh handle a scare uh totemly or as as holly hooch calls him a uh, t because i i actually think that's probably a better way to deal with it because totemly's name is very it doesn't roll off the lips but yes, you're doing. They live, and it's Roddy Piper being fucking awesome, and John Carpenter yes, just I'm doing. It. So
1: excited, man! Yeah. I still haven't seen it, so I'm gonna watch it actually tonight after we're uh, done here. So, I'm dude, excited. it's
0: it's one of those really cool movies where just John Carpenter. Is just John Carpenter, man, is so underappreciated for like. I mean, he gets credit for like Halloween, right? But like, yeah. his his love of film is just so fucking cool because like. If you've never seen The Fog, The Fog is a dope I ghost story. Fog. And then you just like with another more early Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff like the that and then the, like they live with Roddy Piper just being a fucking badass. I mean Escape
1: from they, New York and
0: yeah, yeah. They uh the the there's the fight scene, you'll you you'd have to reference this at some point, Josh, but they have the fight scene between uh Roddy Roddy Piper and uh um, what's his name I can't even think of the guy the black guy who's in that movie and he's in uh, uh, The Thing um, and they have a fight scene in that movie and they literally transferred it like shot for shot into <laughs> South Park for the cripple fight episode where Timmy nice. and Jimmy are fighting yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. it's the shot for shot for that movie and it's so fucking dope that's how iconic that shit is and yeah that that's movie that's
1: how iconic South Park is <laughs> Come well,
0: dude, on. they well, make
1: dude, it into a cripple fight
0: I mean, they have that, and then, then, like, I mean, Duke Nukem. I'm here to kick ass and shoot bubblegum, and I'm all out of gum. That's from They live! And so it's like, that movie left a fucking, like, pop culture, like, yes. you know, reference, and it's so important. So excited to watch. Yeah. It. It's a dope du- movie, dude. John Carpenter, man. Like, until he got started to, like, <laughs> until he started doing weird shit, like, to, like, like ghost remark. Mars, yeah, it goes from shit, Mars. Like, yeah the <laughs> shit that he did later on where he was just like oh what are you doing john um uh, but he did some conky shit at the end but like yeah that you're, you're gonna love it you're gonna really love that movie and yeah if you guys haven't heard like um they uh handle scare is part of flash and cast with us now so those guys Woo! are awesome and uh that i really 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 appreciate a podcast that goes i mean there are a lot of horror podcasts that are very, very, like, g- generic. We do horror movie kind of things. And those guys do, like, themes for, like, four or five episodes at a time where they they did, like, movies being scared of children. And they did, like, four movies and, like, going back to the 50s. And then they did, like, being scared of technology. And uh they did stuff like, you know do uh, ex machina and stuff like that so they do a lot he of cool asked stuff, me huh? he's like
1: oh do you want to come on wednesday and go uh talk about either they live or cannibal holocaust and i was like they live yeah, <laughs> i'm fuck. not a fan of cannibal yeah. holocaust
0: i like i mean you and i've talked about it on here before hannibal uh, cannibal hannibal, hannibal i mean hannibal is a cannibal but cannibal yeah. po- holocaust is not something i will ever dive into because you murder animals on film like, yeah i'm not into it it's that's why I will never watch Milo and Otis again. Even though I love that movie as a small child, but like when I learned that you started eating cats off of a fucking waterfall, like in real life, like they're like, like extras. Nah, man, I'm good. It's not, yeah, I don't like yeah. that. I I'm like good. my
1: horror to be uh, fake yep. and magical. Exactly. Like <laughs> it's it's filmmaking, right? Yeah. Filmmaking mm-hmm. magic. I like to watch it from that eye and that perspective. Yeah. Like people that carried away with story and get carried away with films you know like taken on a a magic carpet ride i can't personally do that so they think i am morbid and gross and they don't understand how i watch movies and how i can just like watch gore and blah and not be like completely just like but i don't watch it the same way you do so that's why you hate you can't stand it because you Feel it's real i know how it's made and i look at it in a in a light where it's like oh i i know that is a prosthetic and they probably use this this and this and like i wonder what uh, you know like is making the blood squirt out i really want you know i'm dissecting each different piece and it's like it's interesting to me and like i i enjoy it so much because it's done so well that you beside me getting taken away are so mortified by it. And that yeah. looking over at you and your reaction is everything to us as like yeah. movie buffs and filmmakers yeah. and yeah. Horror lovers.
0: It's, it's one of those things where horror always pushes and is why I like talking about Indian foreign stuff with you so much. It pushes like low budget doing stuff. And like, so it, it pushes like being inventive with low amounts of, you know money to do things like stuff that you go okay i'm gonna avoid cg and i feel like nowadays especially avoiding cg and these kind of things is like way harder than shooting a movie with cg right so Mm -hmm. like this movie is all gore and all practical effects um
1: and push in knives (laughs) yeah
0: the push in knives dude but like then you look at like things like the the uh the scene with the, the the like i don't even know what it was but like a metal rod through oh the yeah two they, like rhubarb that yeah. was dope
1: they yeah. did a really good job yeah. with sound effects and just like goop and hair yeah. like close-ups to like really sell how just gruesome yeah. impaling two people making out in the throats is yeah so cool such yeah. a good
0: death it's funny man because this is a double stuff. kill you're talking about like where like the the audio like cues are a little odd with it like like that one but the music was so good
1: though yeah yeah that like that synthy fucking rad like progressive yeah i I don't know so cool i was like jamming out to it like oh dude it's it's, so good
0: it's such a it feels like another 80s slasher because i i feel we we keep talking about it because we talked about uh what we were talking about last week It's that stuff where you're like like haunt kind of had like this set in the 80s kind of thing because they they kind of take cell phones out of the way and cell phones are a part of that story but like you kind of have to do it with horror nowadays right because cell phones are a a a plot line where you go well this kind of ruins everything that you would you want to accomplish with this but you could just do like
1: a mission impossible thing though like like haunt did they took them away but if, yeah. if nowadays like everyone's seen mission impossible and blah 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 and this and yeah. that you could just be like oh they made it so our phones don't work in this area and then yeah. everyone in the audience because of that one little expletive yeah. line just believes it it's like oh yeah they have the technology now to but, probably do that so it's yeah. like it.
0: You just have to have like it's something that you have to address in horror. Now you have to either a set the movie in a period where it's that's you know like you don't have cell phones or b you have to have a reason like we go, go back to haunt. Um, so it's just an, an inventive thing because they horror, had
1: microwaves in haunt.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and cell phones, but yeah, it's but you have to deal with it somehow, right? So throw um, them in a microwave. It's funny though because this movie is we've been bouncing around with it, but this movie is another one that is it's 90 minutes of, of pretty focused simplicity, right? It's a, the, the, this movie gets started going. And that's then, what
1: these, these uh, lower budget movies do well though. They instantly yeah. lock you in. So yeah. it's like, we can't leave here. We don't want to leave here anyways. Cause this fucking every shot, especially like, the stairs and that lobby and the wall behind it with the movie posters and everything. Yeah. It's so just like, Oh, I want to go there. Yeah. I, I went and I, I almost ordered popcorn from the theater on like skip the dishes to come to me because I needed like, yeah. a, a, so I actually went to Seven Eleven and bought like microwave popcorn and had it after I watched this movie because I was just like in need of popcorn after watching yeah. this movie. Cause it-, it was just like that theater experience
0: if you're a horror fan and a fan of like you just live for going to the movie theater this movie is such a treat because it does everything where you're like it like there's even lines pretty early on where the 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 handjob guy is sitting there <laughs> with the that the the chick who went by the way way too attractive for that dude this dude has got some weird <laughs> eyebrows and stuff like that and she's got this weird like she's got this pretty 70s look where she's like you know, she looks like she's probably you know making things operate, and uh, this guy is like taking her. Or he just takes her to this random movie, and he, she's like, "Why did you pick this this movie?" And he's like, "I don't know, just because I like to sometimes go there because go to the movie because I don't know anything about it." And- yeah, she's
1: like, or he. She gets asked at one point, um, "Oh, do you come here often?" She's like, "Is it a nightclub?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What? But you said you like live close by." And I like these. Yeah. <laughs> and I got the clipping in my pocket for this uh, movie and- <laughs> Yeah.
0: He said it's very much like U R I, right? Like this just mm-hmm. a cinema file like. And it's funny because it's like I was wondering while watching this movie like when the movie starting up like I I felt like the motherfucker who is yelling at the teenagers, he's like, shut the fuck up. I want to watch this goddamn movie. And it's like, but he was one of the
1: sit and stays. Like I've done that at like the cheap theaters. Like when you go to one of them and then it's just like, Oh, what's playing next? Oh, I'm just going to sit here. So don't check tickets, but the guy got called out and he's just like, I've seen this one before, and he's just like, "That's besides the point. You need to
0: fuck it, whatever." <laughs> and the Let guy goes, I don't- He goes, "He goes, I don't get paid enough for this." <laughs> but, but, like that guy, did they were they trying to sell you that that guy was the killer at some point? Like, I kind of felt like they made it like that, like that guy was the killer, or like I don't know, maybe they didn't. I love but like- the
1: emphasis on the like, the the first shot of the movie though, like opening, yeah. The jar really weird, like and pickles, putting his head yeah. in, very like, ugh, like gross, and like ugh, putting it in his mouth, like really fucking weird. Yeah,
0: like, ugh, they
1: like, just a weird yo, and then yeah,
0: they do. They give you that that because the guy like it's kind of like I know what you did last summer where the totally. is, a, is a guy like in a that, yeah, and yeah, like a slick raincoat kind of like vibe, and he's just like this. Chunky middle aged dude who you're just like who's fucking snapped, but they give him that cool thing where he's he's like killing all these motherfuckers and then chopping their eye like pulling their eyeballs out and with a fucking ice cream scoop because yes. that was some he's like he's like Ch- menacingly Ch- <laughs> like, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs>
1: oh that was that was a good sound bite though like, yeah it, it made an ice cream scoop almost as menacing as a turkey baster in Don't Breathe. Like, <laughs> yeah. almost. Like, the turkey baster, they they ramped it up a lot more with the drip and the fucking yeah. pube on the it. The content, yeah. Like, it made it... And especially because he's fucking raping people, like, just disgusting. But I, I, I read one article, actually, um, or just a, a headline. Don't Breathe 2 is trying to make you uh, side with a rapist. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I... like like that like come on i'm not gonna side with that guy come on
0: yeah it's the the thing with that movie is is they they give you a motivation for this guy and you in the first one where you go, you kind of understand why he's doing it but you yeah. never s- that's a that's a movie where like you're siding with the like the scumbags thieves just because they're not the ones killing motherfuckers and, and yeah. raping them like you're gonna try to make that guy like relatable and like mm, I'm, I, don't I'm good. I still um, want to
1: see it but it again like it's hard like i'm not yeah. going to the theaters all the time but i am going to the theaters every yeah. once in a while and surprisingly there's no one there like yeah. I, I, seeing the numbers now with uh suicide squad it is a abomination of a bomb which yeah. doesn't make sense because the movie's really fucking good. Yeah. Well, dude, and it's, it's fun, but like there was eight people in the theater including me and Ben. Yeah. So like six other people. That's fucked, man. Well, that's
0: so the thing is they just uh pushed Venom back to the exact date in October like October 15th where Halloween comes out. And I watched uh Jimmy's champ Plane, or I think is he's a YouTuber, does a lot of stuff about Halloween, and someone asked him like he made a video about it. They're like, "Is is Halloween gonna move back?" And you go, he goes, "No," because the problem with this is in this economy and how these movies are are happening right now. Halloween uh, kills with its you know ten million dollar budget needs to make twenty or thirty million. Like to, to get big profit and break even fucking venom venom with his 100 million dollar like fucking budget needs to make 300 million with everything like that and you start going same with suicide
1: squad man. yeah exactly like, it had, it, yeah yeah bombing huge and it's and, so surprising
0: and it's so good and it's just james gunn doing awesome stuff and it's just like that is a thing where like that, the same thing happened with fucking black widow i mean that was the whole thing where it's like these movies yeah, but have that these... May,
1: that's the biggest uh winner of the year right now right like yeah in america at least like or yeah. north america like it's top in the box office right now but is that with the numbers from uh disney plus or without i don't know
0: i don't know man they're very very odd with how they're reporting these numbers and how they're doing all that stuff because it's just it's a fucking weird world we live in man and it's a thing where i don't know how you can't sit there and go you can justify this stuff happening and uh, i think i think i was
1: i think with you and i man like being movie buffs and movie lovers i loved the business side of it too like i i loved for sure things and i loved Knowing and seeing the numbers and the the trends of audiences and and using, like, movies as a profit-making thing. Like, Ryan Reynolds is the only one, like, defying all odds right now. Free Guy was amazing, by the way. Super fun and original. Like, it's an original fucking movie. You don't see those very often. It's not a sequel or a remake of a sequel or a sequel of a remake, which every other movie coming out this year is. So, like... Uh, I think audiences are just like, fuck all your sequels and stuff we've already seen. We want to see something else. And that's well, why Three yeah. Guys is probably doing well.
0: Well, it's that thing where now, we're, or, or like you're sitting there going, well, am I going to go to the theater and see something that... And, and I, this is a crazy statement, but it's true. Potentially putting my life at risk for something that I've already seen, you know? Like, you know, yeah. a billion times. And it's just like, it's why, like... That that fringer audience of what you're talking about, it makes things like Halloween Kills able to go out in, in a month and a half and just appear and do what it does. And it doesn't have a pressure on it that these things do because Marvel movies with their $100 million budgets basically need a whole first weekend where every single fucking theater across the country has two or three screen, like screens showing it where every single one of the fucking screens are like fucking packed full, right? And that's the kind of stuff that they need. And that's the stuff that is really hard for it to be like like, you know, to happen right now. And it sucks because I wanna see I wanna see Shang Chi in the fucking theater because that movie looks like it's gonna be dope and it's supposed to be good with all the things that we're talking about. And now we're it's getting, getting uh, rave reviews. Like yeah. yeah. I and the, I'm happy. The new the fucking new Spider-Man trailer popped up oh yesterday. Oh god and looks oh, so sick. Yeah, it looks so good and it's just saying you're going. Well, I'm
1: obsessed I, with Spider-Man. Always have been. So to see that Spider-Man's getting done right again yeah. and really right, and seeing yeah. like some of my favorite villains get to come back in a new universe. Dude, like, I'm I'm a kid right now. Yeah. Like that I, seriously.
0: That William Dafoe like 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 laugh that is in that trailer yeah. with that that fucking the the balls, goblin yeah. bomb is like, oh, oh, oh because <laughs> William Dafoe, dude, I is one of those dudes that i think that like i don't think that people who don't love movies who just like like love whatever blockbusters or whatever just don't realize how good that motherfucker is because that motherfucker yeah. carries things from boondock scenes to like fucking like oh, yeah. that motherfucker in that shit like that is just so good and it's like you know we're off topic with what we're talking about specifically but this movie is a love of horror and a love of movies and it's just like this is the kind of stuff you sit and go, damn! These people love movies, and this these guys. You but were it's talking the about world the world
1: we uh... live in right now, though. Like it's changing, yeah, absolutely everything, and it's really changing yeah. the whole Hollywood. Like, I, I, movies aren't gonna get fucking funded anymore, yeah. man. Like, and theaters Can't... aren't going to exist anymore. Like this theater doesn't exist, and we know that from an interview, and that made me so sad yeah it's a beautiful it after seeing it and yeah oh my god it's, it's such a, a beautiful theater it's a
0: beautiful theater and it's a theater it's like you sitting there going there's a uh there's a theater in denver that i went and i It's it shows like you know art house films and me and my buddy years ago we went and saw a black swan in it because like nobody was nice. showing black swan back then oh yeah, yeah and and uh that movie was so fucking cool and i, I bet that fucking place isn't around anymore because it's you know it's... Well, it's just like
1: dune is coming out and i just read a a, a headline from uh i think that's i i'm fucking butchering yeah. his last name but he's like so pissed off that the movie is getting an hbo max release at the same time as theaters he's like it's like putting a speedboat or driving a speedboat in a hot tub that's yeah. that's his like it's... take on it and like
0: and i understand it but like it's like you can't. You're getting wait. an audience, and yeah. Either
1: way, like they're those those types of directors. They're obviously um, they're making films on IMAX film yeah. for IMAX theaters because like they're all following in the footsteps of well, like Inception and Batman and you know like all the movies that uh, he makes for I mean, IMAX exclusively because it's the best, hugest way, biggest, loudest, fucking. Experience you can get and that's you know as a kid loving film and wanting to make films like Christopher Nolan did when he was a kid and with his like super eight or whatever he's got he's like thinking of it being on the hugest screen ever and now IMAX exists. And I mean, we make films in exclusively IMAX now. So like, I mean,
0: we talked about it. We've already brought him up. We've talked about this motherfucker this episode, just not saying his name because he did fucking Blade Runner and yeah. also did the movie that made me cry in the movie theater harder than any movie has ever made me cry in the movie theater, which is Arrival. That movie made me cry like a Dennis New or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, baby, man. Because there's a thing and. I don't want to ruin it but like if you've never seen Arrival go fucking see Arrival as oh. a cinema lover. Arrival? Yeah.
1: I I had this weird um experience with Arrival though because like it is about like a parent and the kid and blah blah a yeah. lot and stuff like that. But I just had like this weird fight with my wife and like went and saw because like Arrival just came out and I was like I got to see it and I would always go to see movies by myself and then my bass player and his girlfriend because he had like arranged seats they were arranged right in front of me i was like oh hey guys like so so i saw it like with my bass player and his girlfriend but still like by myself and then they look back at like towards the end and i'm just like
0: so my my wife and i have had problems having children for a long time now and that movie fucking hit with that fucking that And it just my wife and I were both sitting there, and I was crying harder than I've ever cried in the movie theater. And that's the kind of power this guy. So I understand because this guy is one of the. You know, Zack Snyder gets all the fucking credit for being this visually stunning filmmaker. And this guy, fucking I throw I,
1: something other than a fifty mil lens on your camera. And yeah, I'll exactly. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and this guy, you know, it sucks because you're sitting there going, "Well, I mean, the theaters, the, the home theater setups have improved a lot, right? Like seeing." I, I this is the center cut of uh in my house I watched in my living room with on um, a 70-ish screen, like in my living room, and it it felt epic. I mean, yes. it wasn't like IMAX epic, but it was epic. And so it's like I understand what these guys are doing, and they have this very specific fucking thing, but it's like, guys, this is the fucking world we live in. And Dune should have been out last October, November, whatever it was. It, 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 they can't keep putting these movies off because at some point they're going to come out what and be like Yeah. Come yeah. on. Like I
1: understand 007 is like all the brands that they align with are the most expensive brands. The only people that they put in their movies become the most expensive people on earth as well. Like Daniel Craig being worth fucking a hundred million dollars to do two sequels of knives out, which is fucked, but like kudos good for him. But that's insane. Is he the draw or was it the movie itself? It was a superpower movie with Ryan Johnson directing and he's a fucking genius by the way always has been and i loved his star wars take and anyone that disagrees whatever we can disagree on that like it was a visually stunning star wars movie one of the most visually stunning star wars movies ever made
0: yeah i i think that the people who hate that for what it was don't hate the right person people because i think Catherine johnson was the problem with that whole thing because they just like a bunch of fucking directors who have very specific visions go do whatever the fuck you want you can't yeah. do that can't with the fucking with star wars yeah you no. can't
1: there, you have to have a kevin feige in, in yeah exactly that's everything. what i said yeah yeah
0: and and that's kind of what a uh, dave uh what's his name is i can't think of his name but he was the one who did uh who's started with a lot of the animated stuff with uh star wars he did like rebels and all that stuff yeah like and that's you, you need a showrunner like yeah. someone that
1: is a universe all the yeah p- yeah it's a big universe there's a lot of moving pieces and yeah. a lot of fans that live and die like yep. by this it's yep. it is their church and, and, and they if don't you fuck up their church yeah they'll and fuck y- with you
0: And they don't, like, normal people don't know who, they they just go and they blame the director. And you go, but that's, that's like, it's not what it is. I mean, directors are often the problem, right? But that's not, and that's, yeah. So it's just, it's, you just have to look deeper and you have to be more into everything. And it sucks for those people because I enjoyed all three of those movies. But, like, yeah, I understand. I understand. I I, I saw the safe
1: moves that fucking were made with the first and third and were not made at all with the second. Like
0: uh,
1: Ryan Johnson was like, fuck safe moves. I'm doing some fun moves like Star Wars, like
0: woo. So I don't know. (laughs) I I have to ask what in the, the, how does the last man they turn out differently if, if this, the main character doesn't come in and replace her dad? Just like everyone dies then, right? Like, oh, it, like instantly it was yeah. <laughs> it
1: wouldn't have, it would be like a 5 minute thing he wouldn't have even had like much fun with it
0: because the only reason this movie doesn't like end like where the killer gets to ki- get a hold of everyone is because That he- door would be unlocked Yeah first. exactly Like
1: yeah. and so like the projectionist would be dead instantly because she got hit on by the the other guy that's working there and Yeah the first like, guy, guy to get killed yeah. fuck you i'm fucking studying i'm bigger than you and this yeah. place and yeah this whole fucking movie like yeah. i'm gonna fuck everyone up i i <laughs> liked that she was the the last girl again like we have to watch that fucking movie man for you to understand the, the reference. final girls yeah final, final girls. girls like the the final girl uh aspect of just like slasher films is such a wicked trope yeah. played up to like 11 or 12 in final girls because well, let's do, the let's trope.
0: do we'll do that next week then Oh no. Okay. So we're starting our Josh and I are saying fuck it and we're doing 2 months of Halloween even though it's not that much of uh, like difference between our <laughs> normal thing but we're going to we're going to do the final girls next week then. Um Woo! I think at some point during this Halloween stretch then we should do Terrifier because Terrifier is so oh, fucking yeah. metal and it's perfect for the Halloween season. Um but yeah. Dude, the uh, new
1: Halloween will be coming out. We should do a brand new movie Halloween for Halloween, right?
0: Dude, I mean, this movie is coming out on like, it came out on like demand today or something like that. So yeah, it's it. Well, I don't mind doing newer stuff, man. Um, I know Anola saw this at a film festival, like online screening thing over the weekend, and they were tweeting about it. I I, I don't know, Terrifier? No, uh, this, The Last Matinee. Oh yeah, uh, no, this they, came out. It comes out on
1: demand today.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, today. Yeah. So, yep, um, so. Yeah, it's a lot, man. And this movie, it, it's I I think uh, like you talked about it early on. This movie reminded me a lot of those seventies uh, uh, Italian slasher movies. They even had he even had the, the like the black leather gloves that those movies yeah. always had on. Um, but we gotta we
1: gotta mention the pickle jar coming back yeah. and him putting all the eyeballs into yeah. it and then eating one of the eyeballs in front of the kids. Yeah, like, it gets. It's- like that's the the ramp up of of, like how just terrifying this character is like he is messed up he is there for blood and eyeballs like it's it's a freaking snack for him
0: dude he does that after she fucking stabs him in the eye with this piece of glass and then he's like cuts his own eyeball out because the eyeball's just sitting there and then he puts it into his own fucking jar, and it it's the most metal thing. Yeah, he's going to yeah. eat his own eyeball. Yeah. And it's so, like, this movie's very, like... The character is, like, generic a little bit. Like, well, at first, and you're like, oh, he's just a guy running around in a, like, a fucking trench coat kind of thing, right? During this rainstorm. But that that is really where I feel like it puts this character over as a... As, like, yeah, kind of, original, like, an iconic, yeah, yeah, kind of thing in this movie. Because you're sitting there going... You have this um, kind of generic slasher d- who does something of a cool concept where he locks all these people in the theater so they can't get out. But he- him where he makes it so he's like kind of like leaves a mark on you and I is him with that container of eyeballs. And then it fucking all the eyeballs going down the stairs at the end of the movie. Well, is- it's the
1: bookend because yeah. it starts off with the kid and the gumballs and he hands the kid one of the red gumballs at the beginning of the movie yeah so the book and the the gumballs coming down the stairs then those eyeballs come down the stairs yep. at the end i fucking loved it starting yep. and ending any movie uh in the same place with something different or like starting with something innocent yep. ending with something uh horrific in the yeah. same vein so well done like that's yep. again like love for filmmaking and that type of stuff so yeah it's, it's... Like, any any of those janky parts or the the not so well done parts they go away because this movie overall yeah. is just that's a treat
0: that's why i like to say like i like i pointed out the like the audio things and it just seems a little weird like as an american filmmaker a uh, viewer but like i pointed that out right away because i'm like again it was kind of like haunt last week where we talked about how like oh the the cg blood things a couple yeah, of times yeah. i didn't but i'd rather i honestly up.
1: liked that first like when she brought her arm out and there was no blood and then it happened like it was more surprising to an audience right i understand yeah if you hate cg blood you're gonna fucking despise yeah. that because yeah. but i liked that it didn't happen right away and to yeah. do that practically yeah i don't how would you fucking do that right yeah so.
0: It's more of like in the the point of both these things. I like to point out like little silly things right away because it's like, okay, here you go. I got this out of the way. Fucking balls the wall for the rest of this film, and it's a film that is just like, dude. It's we're talking about. We got into this cinema dive yet again because these are guys that are obviously uh, Maximiliano, like just loves fucking slashers, loves the the seventies like Italian. Uh, movies, man, that I think at some point we have to focus on, uh, for this podcast and go into like Italian movies. I want to hit like one or more, two, one or two more Japanese films before we get completely out of this, but which I think we need to do Ichi the Killer because I think we need to go to the okay. fucking. We're, we're doing bonkers Japanese shit and we've done it, but. Well maybe we do that um and this movie is just Dude, I'm it down has for that anything love. except yeah. for
1: cannibal Holocaust again yeah exactly it, 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 yep yep exactly so
0: <laughs> this movie is fucking it's a ride man and it just it just when you have that love of film transitioned and you could tell like everything about this is the love of theater and the love of horror and the love of this these 70 s Italian films and you just go man this this, this guy loves film and it just it is so apparent across. And goofy things aside, this movie is fucking fantastic. And it reminds it like I, I feel like this movie, after Haunt, is actually a really good like transition from that Haunt to this because it it, yes. it has that same kind of like these motherfuckers love the eighties and seventies like horror movies that are just so iconic for you and I now, right? I just
1: remembered how I read the synopsis of this. Film. <laughs> I don't know why
0: I did that. You do, you do goofy reads of synopsis for this all the time, Josh. No, kinda... I usually,
1: like, read terribly and not with a stupid voice. So, you know, at least today it was with a stupid voice and not so yeah. terribly. So, yeah. you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do the final girls in our two months of Halloween movies starting next week then. <laughs> I love how we talk about like
1: we just do horror anyway
0: so yeah, it's not like exactly. t- <laughs> i know it's just, it's I funny i love it though yeah it's saying that it's like try to do like things that are kind of i mean fuck i don't really know how it's going to be different honestly
1: i want to put up my halloween decorations cuz they're like in the closet right over there i just this weekend we switched over the kitchen table to a new one but we wanted to keep the old one cuz it was um my wife's like grandparents and we like redid it and painted it black and it's like yeah. a nice antique round table whatever yeah um so we have it in the closet now with all the halloween stuff now i've seen it and it's close enough and i'm just like is it too early like Mm -hmm. oh wait it's not even september like is september too early to start i think september 1st you're completely
0: (laughs) fine and acceptable so yep Completely fine and acceptable And it made me You know It's fucking It makes me laugh Because one of the key points In that new Spider-Man trailer Is him looking at those Fucking Halloween lights With like a witch on it yeah. And that like And it's just like Oh It gives me in the Halloween uh, Like fever I love Halloween so much uh. I mean we both do man Both do Okay So The Last Man Nate. Go fucking watch it If you get a chance This movie's fucking dope I, I bet a will bit end up on Shutter At some point But this movie's dope Go see it Running on pay-per-view yeah, It's on whatever. demand Fuck yep. Go get watch it. it. Buy it. Watch you love it. slashers? Love This it. movie's fucking dope. 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 Stab Dope. It. Dope. dope. <laughs> yes. Okay. Before we get out of here, I want to say, go give us the five-star reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen to this because I just gave... Uh, Michelle uh, from Apocalypse and in- Review is always going off about reviews on it. And I was like, I have to go and like leave them review. And just like, oh, because Michelle is like this and this and this. And I just had to do it. So go and leave <laughs> us a five star review. We have some, but not very many. And we're coming up on a year. And really, guys, we have some old episodes that don't have any many listens. We're trying to get to a certain number. It would be nice to get to a certain number before our year. So go give us our old episode and tell all your friends about us. So
1: and we're cool. I want to say something before
0: we leave. Happy fucking
1: birthday, Rod. Seriously. Happy fucking birthday.
0: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. And I you're pre- fucking beautiful. You're beautiful, dude. I love doing this podcast with you so much, dude, because it's it's not like there are plenty of people who love movies like we do, but like it's you and I have this like wheelhouse where it's been so much fun doing this, and we're almost at a year, and I fucking can't believe it. It's it, it's flown by, it really has because Yeah this show isn't work. This show is, like, fun. And, and it's really That's what it is. I,
1: but th- when, we were, when we had Katie on and she came on and was like, oh, do I need notes, blah, 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 this and that. Yeah. And how we position the show and how we do it with, it's just, we know that we know how to talk about movies. It's not yeah. going to be a chore. It's going to flow. Yeah. And we let that happen. So I, I was just talking to my tattoo artist today. I've been, I almost started a podcast with him before I even knew you. And yep. he's been wanting to come on since our inception as well. So I saw him today and was like, dude, you have to come on. So he eventually is going to be on the show as well, Dan. Nice. He's just as much, if not more so, a buff of horror films than we are. So the flow is going to be there like crazy dude, anyways. yeah.
0: Just let me know when you want him on and we'll be good. good. <laughs> yeah. We so there's no make... more me look yeah. like a fucking asshole. <laughs> to be mean, you are just like... Yeah. Because Josh and I are often very, very busy individuals. No, we're, we're just ADHD. This. Oh, yeah. That is very true. So, yes. So, next week, homework is Final Girls. So, which is actually, I think, PG-13, isn't it? Which is no, really... Is yeah, it? yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it is. No way. I don't yeah, believe you. Yeah. I don't believe you either. But go to MurderMoose.com. Follow us, MurderMoosePod, on Twitter. Uh, Josh is JoshWRB everywhere. I am Rod underscore Johnson everywhere. Um. So come have fun, come hang out, come to our website, come to our Discord, suggest movies, suggest movies on our Twitter or whatever. So, Josh, I love your face. Thank you so much oh, for shit, helping is make Pg-13. My... You're right. Yeah. Thank you so much for helping make my birthday even better, man. It was a good day. I love your face. I'm 38. I have 38 more years to go. I think is how we <laughs> do it. I don't know if I can, is that. So. so
1: this is your midlife crisis. Is <laughs> I murder think something
0: <laughs> Murderous. Okay. <laughs> See you next week, Josh. I love you, and I'll see you very soon. Have a good night. Bye.